Do you ever feel like nobody is listening to you in sporting life? Do you watch a team play and think that you could do it better, or that you could manage it better? Do you sit at home and wonder what the people in charge are actually doing? If you can relate to any of these feelings, then stop right there and celebrate, because you've found the perfect outlet to share your opinions and views, the Football Ranter Podcast. You Southern Shandy drinkers can get fucked as the North rules the Premier League. Go on, tell me otherwise, and that Astrid Bird best stick to OnlyFans as she knows jack about football. Is this how you feel about football? Do you love the North, but hate the South? Is Klopp an idiot? Would you drop kick pep? Do you dream of having hair like Arteta? Do West Ham fans remind you of orcs? Does Harry Kane spit a lot? Is the MLS a home for has-beens? If so then Football Ranter is your home. Listen up. This damn podcast ain't for the faint-hearted. We're talking mature themes and adult content here, so don't come crying to us if it offends your delicate sensibilities. Consider this your only warning. Hello, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome back to Football Ranter Podcast. We're here again with our weekly feel of shenanigans, the good, the bad, the very, very ugly of social media and what people have sent us with me, as always, my main man, my right-hand man. I couldn't do this without him, El Chapo. How are we, sir? Oh, Mr. The Bomb, how the devil are you? And do you know what? I'm not even going to get into the, you know, this is adult content fucking nonsense. They know it by now. Look, they know this. I'm going to be swearing. I'm going to be fucking swearing a lot. If you don't like it, fuck off. Um, and that's it, really. That's all I'm going to say. Right, just fuck off if you don't like it. If you do like it, stick about. Rate us. Put a little star. Tell us what you had for lunch. Um, if not, as I say, get the fuck out. Yeah. Just to, if you if this is your first time watching football rent or listening to football renter, apologies. <laughs> but why is it your first time? And I suggest you stop now. Go back to episode one. Listen to it all through until you get here, which is what eight or nine we're at now. No I'm idea. losing track a little no, bit. Anyway. I'm glad you found us one way or another, you know, but I suggest going back to the very beginning, yeah. listen to it all, giving it all five-star ratings and then see where we are today. But uh, once again, thank you for joining us again. It's really, really good to see you all. We've um, had some real good comments again on the socials this week, had some good stuff in the mailbag. Um, once again, though, we do find ourselves, me and El Chapo, you know, just riding on, on our lonesomes. We are still a man down. We are still clueless and definitely clueless um we do wish obviously our, our man q a speedy recovery uh it's not quite the same about him is it old chapo no there's a certain je ne sais quoi that he brings to it it's it's like the marmite and the piss you know the two go hand in hand but they're just a bit weird on their own yeah i mean um to be quite honest i quite like marmite not so keen on piss um, unless I really need one, of well, course. Yeah, if we need uh, to have a piss, then you need to have a piss. I, I, I'm totally with it, but I think, yeah, but not on a crumpet. I think yeah, that's it. Combining it with your breakfast um, sort of toastables, it's just not yeah, it's not it. And and not it's and it's like it's just like it's not the same without him. It's not the same without him. No, I don't it's know not. where it is. Um, we can't put our finger on it, but it's just not quite there. I mean. There is one thing I could point out, and I think it's possibly a little confession that we have got to make to our uh, our loyal viewers. Um, yeah, do, do you want to elaborate on this confession? I don't know make... what I have no idea what you're talking about. I, I genuinely have no idea what you're on about here, mate. And I don't know where you're taking us. So you are literally what the Egyptians say when they fell into the water, aren't you? I'm in denial. <laughs> I'm in denial. <laughs> we do have a confession to make, and I think Chapo, seeing as it was down to you. I'm going to put it all on you. I think you need to confess to the viewers out there what happened last week well, or what didn't happen, to be fair. Well, yeah. So, so in fairness, in, in fairness, we did record a show last week. <laughs> we did record a show and I fucked it up. I basically fucked the whole thing up and it didn't upload onto our um, podcasting platform. Uh, we got A-bombs, um, A-bombs uh, uh, sort of vocals all the way through. Very good they were, my friend. Uh, didn't get mine, which are a bit shit, 
Um, but again, it did sound just a little bit weird with a bomb on his own. So have to hand up to that. Totally fuck that one, I'm afraid. I mean, to be fair, that's probably literally like the conversations I have with myself most days. I could probably have that and listen to it. So just like a normal Monday to Friday for me. Um, but anyway, we did release something last week. As you see, we did release our interview with Dave Pope, uh, Leatherhead FC chairman. We are going to be releasing um, our mini Leatherhead I suppose, documentary that we did go down there during the summer at some point. But we wanted to release something, and that is a sneak preview. Uh, we have talked about what we've done at Leverhead a few times uh, throughout the series so far. But rest assured, we are going to be releasing a full episode where we did go down and, and interview a number of people at Leverhead FC. So we just wanted to release that as a bit of a preview. But rest assured, I'm just going to check in with El Chapo now. Are we recording? Uh Yes, we are, and we're uploading as well to the platform, and I'm watching it going up, so we're all good. But one thing I will say, actually, if you get a chance to go down to Leatherhead and actually watch them play, it's really, really good football, really, really lovely people, really, really great fans. Um, so if you're Decent team, beer. Yeah, decent beer. Not so sure on the burgers, uh, but that's a different thing no. altogether. Room for improvement. I think they could do better, but the, the ladies at the burger van that do the coffee and everything else are absolutely lovely as well. So you do want to give them a cuddle um, in, a, in a nice way, not in a sort of pervy sort of uncle at the um, uh, a, a wedding kind of way. But I would I would say, look, if you get a chance, if your team's playing away, um, you just get a chance to get down there, go go and watch Levhead. They're really again, great club, nice people, really friendly. And um, what was the name of the um, fans that sat in the the, the, the guys the um, the more senior gentlemen? The, the Untouchables. The Untouchables. That's it. Go go and find the Untouchables. They're as provocative with their language as I am. They are. So we had a really good chat. I sat down with the Untouchables, which was five gentlemen who've been watching Leverhead for between forty and fifty years. Unfortunately, I don't think we got any recordable for, uh, actual footage that we could actually record oh, because mate. I met them in a pub. It was quite loud. There was lots of shouting, but it was really good fun. But yeah, if you go down to Leverhead, look up the Untouchables. If we're sitting in a the bar, there's some great gentlemen there. And again, look out for our um, our Leverhead exclusive show, which will be released over the coming weeks. So um, yeah, uh, and definitely get get down there and take a look. Now, um, Chapo, before we kind of get in, into the nitty gritty of Ranta this week, um, I'd like to start with a fact. I've, I've, I'm a bit of a fan of facts, as you probably know. I do know. Um, so I thought that maybe I'd bring in a new, you know, thing that I'd start with a fact. Good, you know, I like just that. A, a football-related fact, not just some random fact about yeah. anything. Uh, and it goes down to a game or a, a team that yourself and Q went and visited, Swindon Town. Oh, actually. <clears throat> so I come across this, and I couldn't couldn't not let it go, to be honest. Um, and it's my kind of fact. Swindon Town, bear with me, is the only league football club in England or Scotland that doesn't contain any letters that appear in the word mackerel. There you go. Why? Well, why? Why have we just wait? Why? What the fuck's sake, why? <laughs> hey, listen, I didn't say it was going to be a good fact. I just said it's going to be a fact. Um but I tell you, that's I... not going to be one you're going to forget. No. And the viewers out there will be in the pubs on a Friday night to say, oh, I've got a really good fact for you. That is one of them quiz things, isn't it? That you could, yeah, that could be your Trump sort of thing. Name me a football club that doesn't have um, Mac. Any, yeah. Any of the letters mackerel in it. Yeah. Swindon Town. There you go. There you go. Stay tuned for more fantastic facts. Yeah. yeah. And if I'm sure we can put a little jingle. If you're, jingle fe if you're feeling suicidal right now, then. Stick back because it's just we're we're going to change that for you, but but you know indeed indeed obviously so, uh, where where, do you, where are we going to go today, mate? Where where are we going? Because I'm feeling all over the place. I'm I'm a little bit random today. I'm a little bit random. Okay, um, I mean I tell you what, let's start with something fairly topical. I'd say um, they've not had a good season so far. Yeah. Should we? I mean I mean I hate to start with them but I think I'd like to start with Manchester United if that's all right oh okay start big I think we start big tonight you know yeah. big club supposedly the biggest football club in the world allegedly yeah um but you know if we're, we're recording this just after the weekend where they lost to Crystal Palace uh one nil um <laughs> and to say that they're not happy with Mr Ten Hag is a little bit of an understatement 
Uh, I've got a few. I'm going to get us started. Let's go. I, I, Let's I, go. I, I come across one this today from Rama Subramanian yeah. at Syrah MUFC, who I think probably sums up a lot of the way that United fans are thinking, can't wait for Ten Hag to fuck off. This club is dead anyways. Full stop. Hashtag Ten Hag out, one for Q. <laughs> oh my god come on guys come on you know like you know it's like i've got one here actually um it's from cat k-a-t or or space uh, space k-4-t right a big boo for man united a really fucking Ooh. massive fuck off boo for man united come on <laughs> says it all. Says it all. Yeah. I've got, I've got one from Iremi Chan at Omano Laremi. I quite like that one actually. Omano Laremi. Yeah. Sounds like some sort of like cognac or something. Yeah. Um, anyway, they put get rid of everyone in big bold writing. The players, Ten Hag, Glazers, everyone should fuck off my team. Crying face. There's a couple of comments after below this. Someone who is put at, at Dairy Lion just puts, why now? It's like, <laughs> why now? Um, <laughs> and then Chris underscore 95 just puts, this post is oozing pain, but only Jesus can cure it. <laughs> well, I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that. Yeah, that's... yeah. I mean, there's a lot of pain going on there, but at least they're looking to the right way for someone to cure. So. Yeah, I think so. And I had a little cheeky one kind of come up by Yahaya, uh, which is uh, Yahaya, um, Y-A-H-Y-A, at United, Y-A-H-Z. Every single one who backed Seven Hag over Jordan Sancho. Yeah, uh, I... Yeah, I'm not sure what, where the seven's coming from. Seven Hargo with Jordan Sancho. This is what you deserve. This is your manager. We have zero attacking play, no attacking structure. He's a dictator. Look at the look at the signings he's made. All of them are short-term options of unproven players. Uh, players fold this club. This season is over in September again. So hang on a sec. But on the back of that, as we do like a little bit of argument. Uh, Mohammed mm-hmm. has answered, or at Moha underscore De Silva two, and he said, "But Ten Hag, Eric Ten Hag, is is sorry, sorry. I still believe in Sancho, but he can fuck off too. I don't care. But Ten Hag, Eric Ten Hag is shit. He's just a small team manager. He can't cut it at Man United. He doesn't. He doesn't have the balls to make bold decisions. Go ahead, Eagles manager. Uh, Eagles manager at the best." <laughs> so that's obviously go ahead Eagles from the Dutch League I'm yeah. assuming that one yes so. interesting I've got a very disjointed one here from ABC Dexy at trust me in 2016 so don't trust her now just trust back in 2016 she can be trusted or I'm saying she it looks like a she I can't guarantee that um, look who finished the game at the back where is Martinez when we need him injured of course Whose problem is that? Ten Hag? Question mark. He was waiting for the fridge to fuck off to West Ham. I'm assuming they mean Maguire by the fridge. <laughs> um, and looking to welcome Todibo with open hands. But the fridge had no dreams whatsoever. So we're stuck with no defenders. Ten Hag out. Hashtag. But um... they put hashtag after Ten Hag out. So a little bit of confusion there. I don't think that will come up quite quite right. But there you go. I had a good one, actually, um, and it's live from the game. A guy called Matt Woosnam, I don't think he's the uh, the son of the famous golfer. Uh, Matt is at Matt Woozy. He says, Palace fans still singing, you've seen the Palace, now fuck off home, is the latest song directed at the Man United fans in the next block. For fuck's sake. That is just, that is just unbelievable. But what I liked about it, because they beat Palace in the um, Carabao Cup last week, didn't they, at home? Yeah. 
And I think everyone was just expecting them to turn up again and do the same. And I quite like the fact that Palace just turned up and done one over them. I think that just kind of serves them right. Um, Don't mess also, with another, an, another fact in, in while we're on the subject of Palace, I also found out that Roy Hodgson is older than the Bernabeu. Stadium. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that the other day. Crazy, yeah. crazy stat, crazy fact. Um, I've got another one here for United. This is from Life of and the Life of Andolan, number one. Yeah. Um, I um, I agree that the Glazers are the worst lot in the world. Hashtag Glazers burn in hell. Fucking hell! Jesus Christ. Well, well harsh. But until the Glazers go out. What do we do? Get relegated from the Premier League? At least we will survive on the pitch of Ten Hag out. Hashtag Ten Hag out. Hashtag Glazer burning hell. <laughs> Brilliant. That's a bit harsh. I think it's, it's a bit harsh. I mean, that's the first time I've seen like hashtag Glazers burning hell. I did follow the hashtag. There wasn't an awful lot other than that. But there you go. Well, I'm, I, I'm kind of done with Man United because I think Honestly, I think we're we're really milking that one, and I think there's a lot of yes. others, other other bits. But I'm going to do one for the very very first time, very very first club, and we're going to go to Scotland. Oh, <laughs> and of course, Glasgow Rangers sacked their manager. They did. They did. <laughs> so it wasn't the the bloke from EastEnders, didn't they? They sacked. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So it's John Gunn at at uh, JPEG. Uh, 05. She's obviously a designer or something. He says, here we go again. Sack the manager. I'm sick of hearing it every time Rangers get beat. Who says Who says we can have the God-given right to win every game? Give the manager a chance. Get behind the team or fuck off. Why don't you? Um, I'm all right with that. Yeah, well, yeah. I just I sort of see it as well. It says, Rangers aren't going to sack Beal. Papers using it as clickbait, saying this one's been contacted and, and that. And two days after the game, we've been contacted other managers. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, they, they, they lost to Aberdeen, didn't they? That was the final straw. They lost the old firm derby, lost to Aberdeen at home. That that was it, apparently. That yeah. was it for them. Yeah, and 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 no, and and kind of no more. But he, he was he was a bit dire, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I don't watch Scottish football as much as I used to. I used to be. You watch it quite quite a lot, especially the old firm games. Um, but it doesn't really sound like he done much. You know, they're looking for someone who can kind of take on Celtic. Celtic are a bit ahead of them right now, you know. Um, and I think since Gerard left, even though I don't think Gerard's that good a manager, he had something good going up there, didn't he? So, yeah. um, God knows who they're going to get next. I mean, um, I ain't got a clue. Who, who would who, want that? Who would... who would want that though? Um, I think unless you go in and get. Immediate sort of success. You're you're in a hiding to nothing, really. Um, um, there's been so many managers have tried. But they're, they're, they're saying they're saying Potter as well, aren't they? But I think if he goes up there, he's going to need fucking Harry Potter to help him because there's no way he's going to get out of that one. No, I mean, who knows? I mean, probably Sam Allardyce will be on the blower. He'll give it a go till the end of the season. He'll see what a he can walrus do. Walrus head. Yeah. As long as they, as long as they serve gravy, he'll be fine. <laughs> He's got the weirdest looking head. Like, honestly, oh, this is the weirdest, weirdest looking head that I've ever seen. It's fucking enormous. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Where are we going to... You want to stay in Scotland? No, I don't. Well, unless no. you want to stay in Scotland, because nope. I want to go to Merseyside. Oh, yeah, go on. I could do Merseyside. I mean, I guess this week we could go either half of, of Merseyside this week. Are we well, going to go I'll... to blue or red? I'll go blue, mate. I'm going to go blue. Well, I'm going to start okay, off I'm, blue. I'm, I'm happy blue. I'm happy blue. Because <laughs> as we know, <laughs> as we know, it's been a little bit negative down there, isn't it? It's been a negative. All I'll say is it, it was okay for about a week. They had, they had a couple of wins, didn't they? They beat yeah. Brentford. They, they won in the cup. Things were looking a little bit brighter on the blue half of Merseyside. But then Luton stepped into town and, and <laughs> fucked it all up basically yeah where it said said no one ever at, at any real club <laughs> but um i've got i've got a great one actually it's, i wish you could show it's a picture of a stand it's from fmc 29 underscore right it's a picture of a stand it's got the everton team there and all that sort of in all their glory and it just says fuck off everton that's all it says and then and, and then as, as a counter to that like as a guy called uh, or it's guz 
Uh, it's which is Joe Ford 17. So I'm not sure how he gets that. It says, and again, it's a picture of him in the um, stand right at the back by the um, goal. And it just says, damp, cold, horrible, fuck off Everton. But, but quickly, quickly, there's a guy called Peter L. School, uh, School of Science says, fuck off Everton from New York. Picture of him watching in a, in a New York bar. So there's, <laughs> there's lots of people telling everybody to fuck off. So I've got a few along the lines of hashtag die shout. Awesome. I've, I've, we obviously. like that. Got a few of those. So I've got one here from John Sheedy at John TS. Sorry, John T. Sheedy one. The first in the line of the John Sheedy clan. He is. Clan. The original. So the original we are honoured. The original. Will the real, will, will the real John puts. Sheedy please stand up? <laughs> the real John Sheedy is here. I've got him. The relief that I sold my ticket for today. This performance has expedited Daesh's sacking. It is truly indefensible and our top flight status clearly now depends on removing this dinosaur and his lame excuses as swiftly as possible. Hashtag Daesh out. Hashtag four consecutive losses at home. <laughs> we go on. Mr. Oh, G6958 at 15 underscore Martin G. Hashtag Dice out. Absolute vomit of a manager. Luton. <laughs> fucking Luton. Four straight home defeats. The man's got to go and get Potter in. Disgusting football team. Fabulous. Lots of disgusting. Got a couple more if you if I may. Go on. This one is this is from Gav Farr at Gav Farr. Just when you think that supporting this shit club couldn't get any more embarrassing, they somehow seem to keep topping it. Hashtag EFC. Hashtag die shout. Hashtag liquidate. That's a new one. Liquidate is here. That's a bit harsh. Isn't it? Bit harsh. Yeah. Um, and the last one I've got is from David Faxton at Young Facco, which I quite like. Young yeah, Facco. I like that. Just, he's just put, just sack him, Everton. You <laughs> awful, awful people. You deserve to go down. We deserve to be liquidated. Oh Everything God. about us. Is a shambles, a total disaster. Jesus. But what Dice does is pathetic. At di- hashtag Dice out. So they've gone. You know, we've been looking and following Everton for a little while now. Yeah. But it's it's it after a a, a, a little hiatus when it looked up for a week. It's it's gone yeah. down in quite a dramatic fashion. Crash. I mean, that hard, is what man. Luton does for you. Crash. What Luton does to you. But yeah, I mean, do, you remember, do you remember that? I think it was in last week's show, or the week before last, the one that actually Q managed to get get sorted for us. Do you remember there was that guy that got all pissed off about it at his his daughter's tenth birthday? That was Oldham, wasn't it? Was it Oldham? Yeah, sorry, it was Oldham. My apologies, Everton fans. My apologies, but there was that guy that got really upset uh, about Oldham Football Club um, at his daughter's tenth birthday. That's right. Yeah. Well, I got something a little bit. Like you know, the yin and yang to that, and it's a guy called um Sean at Sean Paramedic, right? And if you are a paramedic, my love to you, brother, in a good way. Thank you for everything that you 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 do for us in, in this crazy world. And it just says Everton can piss off. Rather enjoy, rather enjoy spending time with my kids and get little presents like this instead of uh instead of a blue um heart. Nothing beats thought. Uh, nothing beats thoughtful handmade presents for your kids. Blessed. Fuck off, Daesh. <laughs> Which I fucking love. I absolutely think that's one of the best. It's kind of gone like it is. It's like wholesome, yeah, from the heart, but still fucking off, Daesh. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah, it's got everything. It's yeah. got everything. I like that. Um, there's there's something I saw this week that you know it's, it it just made me laugh. Just going to interject quickly. Yeah. Obviously, at the weekend, Manchester City lost to, to Wolves. Okay. That was an interesting uh, was... one as well. That was an interesting, in... interesting one. That yeah. So, um, <laughs> interesting one. So, um, at the, I, I don't know if it's been changed, but at the weekend, I went onto Wikipedia somehow, <laughs> and I looked at Gary O'Neill's Wikipedia page. <laughs> oh, oops. <laughs> it was quite. The headline just made me laugh. And I just, it's the only thing I've got about walls, but just I had to share it. It said Gary Paul O'Neill, born 18th of May 1983, is a primary school PE teacher pretending to be a professional football manager and former player 
who is currently head coach of Premier League club Wolverhampton Wanderers. That just made me laugh because right. someone can actually put that on their Wikipedia page. So, yeah, BE. I, I love it. I, I, guarantee, I guarantee that's not there now after them beating City. I'm going to, um, so just a quick run, right? I'm just going to have a, have a look at a quick run, right? And I'm going to leave Everton here because I think this is all getting a bit angsty. It's all getting a bit angsty. But it's from the artist formerly known as Maka at Miss Blue Nose. I love this one. <laughs> it, and it just, it's a it's, it's a hand-drawn picture. I'm going to try, try and explain. It's a hand-drawn picture. It's got the Everton um, Stadium, hand-drawn you know, like in, in, in pencils with a little tree. And it was, uh, and, and there's a, a, some houses, because obviously um, you, you've got that there, haven't you? And then they've got a whole lot of tombstones. It says, it was the hope. But her tweet actually says, fuck off at Everton, you useless gang of bastards. Oh, I like that one. That's good. <laughs> thank no, no, Miss Blue useless Nose, thank gang. you. Thank Use you for that. Useless gang of basket bastards. Baskets. I like that. I quite like that. That's that's probably my favourite tweet so far. That's really good. And on a positive note, hundred million gazillion that Chelsea played. Mudrick has finally managed to find the back of the net. There you go. No. Yeah, yeah. Mudrick's actually scored a goal. Oh, yeah. that means certain Chelsea fans will be happy, which I don't like. Oh, bobblehead. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, bobblehead. Um, quick one before we move on. One thing I I got a lot of respect for this week is. Have you seen what's going on down at Sheffield Wednesday in in Championship? Not having a very good start to the year. They're down the bottom. Uh, there was a few issues last week. But I've got a bit of respect for their owner. Have you seen what he come out and said? He made a statement last week. No, mate, I've just got a fucking killer tweet. But go on. <laughs> All I want to say is, I, I just want to say, this is the kind of owner I'd actually kind of respect. So his name is De- Dejon or Delfon Tanziri. I think he's had the club now for about seven or eight years. Yeah. Put a lot of money into the club, obviously. They've they've had relegation, but he's gone back up to the championship. And they're not happy this year, the fans, because they sat Darren Moore at the beginning of the well, they didn't even sack Darren Moore. Apparently they left by mutual consent. They couldn't agree, figures, etc. Not had a good start. End of the day, they started having a pop at the owner, started having a pop at the owner's family. So the, the owners come across the end of last week. Let's not do that. And do that. along the lines, to summarise, he put those fans who create trouble to the club and myself and believe that are the real owner of the club need to be responsible for the financial matters of the club from now on. He has basically said he is refusing to put any more money into this club because no one's appreciating what he's done. Yeah. And they've started to turn on his family. I kind of respect that. Yes. Like, you know, and I think fair play to him. It's probably not what Sheffield Wednesday fans want to hear, but he's got balls to come and do that. Do you know what I mean? He's probably played a lot of his money in there, a lot of his time to be getting a load of abuse. But yeah, I'm 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 all for that. You know, well, there's a lot of shit owners out there. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, and I don't know the ins and outs of this guy, but from what I can read about him, they were pretty happy with him up until now. But but I think that's fair enough. Well, we can see, we can actually see from the. Um the sort of vitriol that we see within the fans on a regular basis. Um, some of the, some of the true fans, I, I, I don't know. I don't know, but to turn on the, the, the guy's family, yeah, they, right. they might be working there that for all we know, I don't know. Um, but if they if he's not working there, then you need to kind of be a bit chilled really rather than steam into the fucking bloke's family. Cause that's just shit guys and, and girls potentially. Uh, on there, but you know what, mate? We're we're coming up to that thirty minutes into the. Uh, it's coming oh. to half time. Is it time for us to slice the oranges, get the magic sponge out, get ready for the team talk, and then wait for that catchy tune? So that can mean it's time for one thing and one thing only, can't it? Absolutely. It's what balls are piss. In our world today, you can have your say up pretty much. We all got the right to say what shite at any time. We will read reviews, bad attitudes, complaints for you. Whether it's that or this, if there is a bliss, we will make sure we tell you what boils are piss. Indeed. So this week, um, is it myself this week? I think Am it I is, Mr. To... Bomb. Am I going to share? I mean, um, let me share this week what is particularly boiling my piss this week. Um, I think this is something that's 
it's been like an ongoing thing for me and I've kind of accepted it for a long period of time. But I think recently, and especially this weekend, it's come to the fore again, is VAR. Oh, fuck, don't start me off. Please, please so don't start me off. We we could be here a while. Now, I never wanted VAR like everyone else. No. I was always under the impression that referee and mistakes, lines and mistakes were part of the game. You know, you, you win some, you lose some. Generally speaking, things I found evened itself out. It was a talking point to do with the game. No one ever really asked for it. And if anything, I think the standard of referee has got worse since VAR. And I don't think it is really being used correctly. And they're yet to kind of find it. And I don't know what's going on there. Um, and it all we've gone from now talking every week about bad refereeing decisions to talking about bad VAR decisions. And the whole point of VAR was not to have any kind of decision or any kind of grey areas. Um, so definitely VAR at the moment is saying that he's winding me up. Uh, I do have some tweets this week around VAR. Chapo, you're still with me. Absolutely. Let's go for it because I, I, I just think, I, I just think the whole thing, you know, the, the, I can't remember who it was. I think it was Gary Lineker that talks about um, the PGMOL um, as a whole. And it's uh, basically a whole load of middle, middle-aged white guys based in the North that have this view, uh, yeah, that, that, that have this, this, this sort of, these jobs that, that sort of sit there um that that make these decisions and to be honest with you um and it's not just because it's tottenham and we hate them um you know with every fiber of our body for 90 minutes and after that we're all pretty cool but um the fact of the matter is you know you have a basic thing you have this basic fucking thing is just put the lines in put the lines in properly and figure out if if because diaz wasn't offside there was just no way and we've seen it time and time and time again like ten Hag going on about fucking gabriel and who put his arms behind him and whatever and he was offside because the you know the hair on his knob or something was just kind kind of so you got a job to do You've brought in this bullshit technology that nobody wants, that is proved week upon week upon week to be wrong. There's no recourse either that sits behind it. You can't actually see, I didn't put the fucking lines in, I didn't get it right, but there's no recourse, is there? Uh, and it could be so important to to, to to a team. We've talked about this a few times, but so important, you can't fucking get that straight or right. Exactly. I mean, I think what, and I mean, obviously this weekend, the big one was the Luis Diaz offside yeah. against Spurs. There was also an incident at Man United against Palace. United didn't get a penalty, but it's not just those. There's, there's, there's decisions up and down the Premier League. We tend to get highlighted by the bigger teams yeah. because the fan base make a bigger fuss about it. Now, before I go into a few tweets around the VAR, which I wanted to share, I'm going to read out once again the PGMOL statement. Did you see this that they put out after? The yeah, I did. But but go through it. Go through it for those because we've got. Do you know what? I just sorry. I'm going to digress a little bit. We've got non-football fans now listening to our football podcast. Exactly. I know. It's great, isn't it? How's that Brilliant. Is that Does it just like swearing? I, mean, I don't quite know how. Um, I mean, I'll accept it. <laughs> I like to think that they will learn the game through us, which is a little bit dangerous. Or learn but, to swear um, through us. That'd be the other one. Now, then I'd feel really accomplished. But anyway, go, go on, my friend. Go on. So anyway, PGMOL, I'm not going to tell the people out there what that stands for because I don't exactly know. Uh, professional games, something called the other. Anyway, PGMOL acknowledge a significant human error occurred during the first half of Tottenham Hotspur v Liverpool. The goal by Luis Diaz was disallowed for offside by the on-field team of match officials. This was a clear and obvious factual error and should have resulted in the goal being awarded through VAR intervention. However, the VAR failed to intervene. PGMOL will conduct a full review into the circumstances which led to the error. PGMOL will immediately be contacting Liverpool at the conclusion of the fixture to acknowledge the error. So they are basically admitting there that the VAR fucked up. Yeah. That the referee team got it wrong as well. They're saying the referee team on the field did get it wrong, but also VAR fucked up. Now, there's two ways of looking at this. One is looking at that if there wasn't VAR, the goal wouldn't have been given anyway yeah. because the, the pitch didn't give it. 
But then the obviously this, the argument is that's the whole point why we've got VAR is to give stuff like this. So it really is two ways of doing it. I've seen so many arguments online. People say, "Oh, fuck off, VAR, you're shit." And someone's pointed out, well, said, "Well, you still wouldn't have got the goal then if they weren't now." But, but, but and the person are like, "Oh yeah." But hang on, hmm. yeah, but hang on a sec, hang on a sec. Right at the end of the day, this was brought in via technology. And by the way, it um, actually is this, and this is an interesting one. This is the professional game match. Officials Limited. Why have they got a fucking limited company for idiot refs? Is it tax scam? Corruption. But if you, yeah, yeah, seriously, uh, I might have a look at their books um, for next week. But if you bring in technology to stop whatever this supposed problems are, and to be honest with you, we've had football for over 100 years, odd, roughly, in, in different guises. Um, it's been perfectly fine up until then. Um Right, and yes, yeah, you're absolutely right. If VAR wasn't there, it, they, it wouldn't have been given, blah, blah, blah. But if you bring the technology in, make sure the fucking technology works. Yeah, if it doesn't work, it's don't weird. fucking don't put it in. If you're that stupid, you can't do it. If the blokes that are in charge of the, the, the video systems are that ignorant that they can't actually... I mean, look at last season. We had it at Arsenal. didn't put the bloody lines in. But what? But the problem that I have is no recourse here, right? Because what should happen yeah. is, is they should get that goal and that should be 2-2 two, 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 uh, two, two to Liverpool, Right, you know, um, and you know that will never happen after the game because they don't know what had happened after that. It's it's a silly thing, like. Well, I think you do, but you do because uh, the game has run its has run its course. The game has run its course. It's that ninety or five hundred minutes or whatever comes out their asses that they decide. So it's run its course, but, but it wasn't. Is, is there, but even with that one, it wasn't just the goal. It was the sending off to a like you know contentional. It's not just that. It's there's something severely wrong. I mean. People, are, like I just obviously had a, a joke there when I said corruption, but you've got to seriously think about stuff like this now. You, in a way, like you know, there's always been rumours of corruption, and in certain leagues across the world, corruption has been proven. Now, this has created a way in which corruption could actually happen through this technology. Oh, I'm not saying it, it is or it isn't, but it's created a possible means for it to happen. So, so hang on, you've got Ivan Tony who's banned in, uh, until January for, for, for putting on a load of um, bets and all sorts of stuff like that. So, so you know, that that's potentially corrupt because, you know, because that could have um, scored in a certain way. We had that with um, Granite Xhaka. There was that weird betting. Um, there was the weird betting thing last, yeah, last about season. The- that, that, that was about the fouls, weren't it? Yeah, or, sort of fouls, yeah. and everyone started betting in some weird time. And he, you know, there wasn't anything up with with Jacka. But these are the officials that run the fucking game, right? Do not tell me that they don't have the skills or understanding to actually put that line in. So my view is this: simple. And I'm looking forward to hear what the fans say because I know you got a few lined up. But my view is very simply, and I put it out to the PGMOL, and they're welcome to come on if they want to come on and, and argue the toss. Right? Stop getting fucking morons in front of computers if they can't even use it. it it's like kind Guna. He can't, as 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 um, Q said not so long ago, he can't even use an Xbox. And these old exactly. fucking idiots that you've got can't even use the um, the, the the VAR um, technology. If you can't use it. Or you can't execute, you can't do it according to the letter of the law, then don't fucking have it. Don't have it. I agree. So listen, I'm going to give you a few a few tweets and a few things that have been sent in that to give you a feel of the way that people are thinking are feeling out there. So this is one from a guy called Addy at United Addy Seven. This was to do with a potential handball against against United against Palace. Potential handball by Palace uh, defender. Um, he, he's put it all in capitals, by the way. He's shouting, really upset. Shouting. He's put, this is corruption. Absolutely fucking disgusting by the VAR officials. Every single game we have been robbed. Not quite sure. That's right. This is a disgrace from the officials. How is this not a handball? Fuck off bar. You can shove it right up your ass. Incompetent. Clown. And then what I like before, he's got the emojis of people covering their mouth so they're not swearing, even though he's just used expletives a number of times in the tweet. Yeah. Anyway, he's not happy. He's not happy. And then we move on to the Liverpool game. We've got um, a lady called Jay at Jay Mosley. That DL's goal weren't offside. Where the fuck were the Lions? And still no Lions. Fuck off. VAR is fucked. Like fucked is right. I like that girl. I like her as well. We've got another one from um, Carmel Marley. Hang on, hang uh, on, hang on, mate. Before you do it, have you re- 
realize, have you noticed over the last few weeks how the girls, when they tweet, they just fucking tweet it right, don't they? They tweet they it right. I'll tell you, boys, you need to up your tweet game because the girls absolutely nail it. I'll tell you what it is. It's ever since that few weeks ago when there was a few tweets dissing the ladies, if you remember, yes. not us, not us. Ever since then, the girls have upped their tweet game, up their tweets. I tell you. They're um they're on I don't know what, like, what the word muscles. is flexing their muscles, mate. They're on I know indeed. Well, this is from a, a gentleman I believe called Car Carmel Marley. Um, I don't know if it's any relation to Bob um, or Ziggy or any of Hope those. So. Hope he is. But anyway, he's replying to the PGMO LL statement which I read out. He's put oh fuck off, man, <laughs> fuck off this fucking corrupt league bunch of fucking bums, bro. And furthermore, PGMOL can suck dick. So can VAR, whoever was the official, and Spurs can fuck off too. Like, I'm so over it. And in addition, if I hear Liverpool again, they can eat my ass, bro. <laughs> eat my ass. That's a new one. A, exactly. A new exactly. One for the, um... <laughs> <laughs> I've got one, a general one here from Captain Cooper. Yeah. Captain Cooper at Nigel1670. You can't even enjoy an actual game of football now. TV and media created all of this. I think he's got a point. And this is where we're at. TV footage of every angle. Referees in the studio on match coverage. And VAR. Fuck off. (laughs) And then someone called Stuart Sesford has put, not VAR's fault, mate. That works perfectly. It's the people using it. And I think that is kind of it. Yeah. It's not. VAR is kind of there and it is doing what it's supposed to be doing. The people just do not know what I agree they're doing with, with it. I, I, do, I um, don't agree with you. Well, they do, they, they, they do. There's some very, very basic fucking things. And don't give me, right, listen, don't tell me for one minute, right, it's, yeah, but it's, it's fast, it's in the middle of the game, because these are refs. These are apparently refs that were running around doing all this shit. So, so don't fucking tell me that. Go on, mate. What have you got? What else? I'm, I'm getting angry now. I'm getting really fucking angry. Right. I know. I've got, I've got, I've got another one from an Everton fan, but it's to do with Bar. Okay. Oh, He's right. still kind of. Okay. You know, but so we, we have Luke the Blue, one hundred and eleven. So he's one 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 on Luke, Luke the Blue clan. Yeah. Huge clan. It's funny how nobody gave a shit when Everton had about six apologies for terrible VAR decisions last year. All of a sudden, Liverpool get one, and it's compromising the integrity of the game. Fuck off! Well, I think Which it I was. Like. I, I don't know about that because there was a whole load of Arsenal ones that went through. And, oh, you know, every every fan of every team has got VAR issues. I mean, I'm not even going to start pretending one team's worse than the other. Yeah. We've all had it. Let's be honest. Um, I've got another one from. Uh, Niche, who's a Liverpool fan, at Nishik underscore LFC. Fuck off, VAR. Fuck off, PGMOL. You'll just give the wanker in VAR a week off. How about you acknowledge that the standards of refereeing are so below what they should be? Yeah. This isn't a mistake. This is pure corruption. I think it's pure incompetence. I genuinely do. I don't think it's corrupt. I think it's genuinely incompetent, to yeah. be honest with you. I agree too. I agree. Now I've got one here from a guy who just goes by the name of Greens. Um, this come in, and he kind of goes down the line of what I was saying earlier. He's just put, just fuck off, Bar. Now would rather have the refs and linesmen call everything. Yeah, human error is a part of the game, and when every official has a different view of every foul, they will never all come to the same conclusion as each other. Been long enough now. Just been it. Yeah. That's the way I kind of feel, yeah. to be quite honest with you. Totally I think great. we've tried it. The project's been done. I think, it, if anything, it's gradually got worse than better. I think the speed has slightly improved. And when it first came in, it was taking like seven, eight minutes to get a decision. Yeah. I think that aspect's got a bit quicker. But I think the standard has just got altogether downhill. Yeah. And the last one I'm going to share tonight is around VAR is from Stephen Durkin. At STE8 Durkin, sooner these refs fuck off to Saudi, the better. Fucking killing the game. Take VR with them too. Fucking joke. And that, my friend, is what boils my piss. Jingle. <laughs> Jingle time. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So yeah, that was um that was my what boils my piss this week. Obviously, put bit of a lengthy one, uh, but obviously topical. Um, so um. I would be interested to hear people's thoughts about VAR. If there's anything 
different to what we've read out then uh, from our from the public and from people in general. Uh, that would be great to hear. Now, one thing on. that you mentioned during that segment was um, a certain somebody uh, called Kind Guna. Um, you know, so um, I thought it's been a few weeks since we've read out a few of his tweets. I've got a few, if you wouldn't mind. You know, <laughs> yeah. bearing in mind, bearing in mind that Arsenal have won their last few games. Okay, um, you know, you know, that's all I'm going to say. Arsenal have been winning Can't games. Uh, listen, Arsenal have been winning games. Listen, listen, for the context of those that are on here, kind Guna is not kind in any way whatsoever. Not a nice man. <laughs> yeah, not a nice man. But please. Go on and have a look at his tweets because they're absolutely hilarious because he's just a massive bell end and share that from the podcast too. But go, tell Indeed. me what's 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 the kind all I've got all I've got is four tweets from Klein Guna. As you know, we could probably get a whole show. I don't want to give him too much airtime, yeah. but at the same time, people need to know that these kind of people exist in the yes, world. For sure. And it can be worrying. You might pass this person in the street every day and think nothing of it. Be aware is all I'm saying. So we'll see. Klein Guna's got an agenda against certain players at Arsenal, got an agenda against the manager, most fans as well. He hates the fans. Um, so he put this one out um, over the weekend. Arsenal need, a, Arsenal need a better number two goalkeeper than Ramsdale. He's not even been playing like the last four games, Fuck. but he's having a pop at him. And this was at the weekend. like, And this is the kind of mentality that I don't get. Hang on, he hang hasn't on. played for four games. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Did he just, he just, he did just turn around and say, we need a better number two than Ramsdale. That is literally, yes, it, it was out on Saturday around the time. And I think it was after the Bournemouth game, quarter past five in the evening on Saturday. Arsenal need a better number two goalkeeper than Ramsdale. Okay. He was obviously really struggling to find something to moan about yeah. after Arsenal had a 4-0 win. Like, what a sad... Sack. Bastard. Just a sack. To be fair. Yeah, just a sack of I shit. mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, this is another one from last week. So, um, this is one from after the um, the Brentwood, Brentford game, Arsenal beat Brentford in the Carabao Cup. Yeah. They gave a debut to Sago Jr. Um, yeah, so someone just come game. out. They had a good game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, a guy called George Bird had tweeted, Sago Jr. is the seventh academy player to make his senior debut under Arteta after Balogun, Aziz, Cultural, Pacino, Hein and Wanieri. Kind Guna replies, rather than just thinking that's a good thing, saying, fourth season, and this is Arteta's record of giving Arsenal's youngsters a chance. Criminal. Now, I don't think that's that bad, really. Seven does academy he, graduates in say, that time. Does he say the, say the same about, what's his name, up at um, bloody um, Man City? Um, well, this is, the prob- this, is the prob- this is the point. Like, I don't really think he's thinking of other clubs when he's thinking this. Like, It's been proven that Arsenal have given minutes to, to academy graduates much more than other clubs. Maybe not as much as people like maybe Fulham, Brentford, who have to rely on it more. Yeah. But out of maybe the top so-called six clubs, they are up there as one of the top yeah. clubs. For giving he played minutes really well as well. He played really he well. He did. He did. Um, he just put this one, which has made me laugh. Again, this come out on Saturday. Uh, after, after, uh, soon after the Ramsdale thing, actually, he put ninety nine point nine 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 percent of Arsenal fans have zero football knowledge. Get away from me! He's saying this after those last couple of tweets that I've just read out, right? And he's okay. now blaming. Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing that he puts himself in that bracket as well because he clearly I, has got no knowledge. No, I, th- I think he wins the medicated tweet of the week award for that one. Just, just for that Definitely. one. Definitely. Definitely. Now, the only, the last one I'm going to read from him, again, this was at the weekend again, um, before the Bournemouth game, this one. Um, it just made me laugh. Um, have you heard the story about the Arsenal fan who came home to find his wife in bed with another man? Upon realising, although he's put relish in because he can't spell, the man in bed was Mikel Arteta, it is believed the husband and Arsenal fan shouted, if Mikel wants her, then don't know the context in that one. I don't know what he's gone about. I think he is sorry medicated. Yeah, I've got yeah. to take yeah, I've got to take that fe- previous one back, and hopefully that'll be edited out. That is the fucking medicated tweet of the week. That is straight up, straight up. Yeah. Like, but listen, Should we read it again. No, medicated tweet. Of the I don't week. want to read. I don't want to read it again because I've got one literally hot off the press. 
literally hot off the press right now. Right now, mate. Right now. And it's from Upper Maguire, and which is not a, a not a good place to be at Upper Maguire PF. It says nothing. It just says fuck off, Fulham. You had one in capitals, one fucking job. Chelsea needed exactly this, a bit of confidence, and Fulham would give them that. Ruined my whole fucking day, week, month, and year. And then someone come back and said, you're not Mark Goldberg. <laughs> right? And the bloke comes back and says, right, that's why my tweets make sense. <laughs> oh, God. So I thought, I thought that was really good, actually. Yeah, very good. So uh, I like that too, actually. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> so, now, there's... Now, um, I don't know if you remember. There's a tweet. There's a, there's a, a, a an account I follow on on um, Twitter, which is now X, obviously, which is just at football underscore tweet. Pretty simple, okay. They occasionally come up with some quite interesting questions, like, you know, what about this? What about that? Yeah. Now they've put a question out this week, which is one that we use. So I like to think they probably listen to the show. And they're asking the question. So the question they put out, if you could eliminate one thing from football, what would it be? Now, as you know, this is a famous question that we have asked our guests. Yep. So I'm guessing that it, football, and it does actually follow our account. So I'm pretty sure they've got this from us. So you can have it. We, we don't mind that. You can have that one. But it's the answers, obviously, I quite Let's like. Have it. what Let's we're have looking that. for. Come, where we going? So we have... So we have obviously asked ex-players, we've asked managers this question, we've asked people who know about the football. This, these have got the balls of going out and asking the general public, you know. So um, I'm just going to give a couple of answers. What day, what day of the week was that tweeted? Was that like a is, is that oh this was Friday or this was um, two days ago? So this was Saturday. Again. Like it, like it. So Saturday, um, she's getting Saturday morning, nine fifty-eight in the morning. So uh, yes, so um, someone called Kenny David has just put offside, um, and the vitriol that Kenny David got. Oh come on, <laughs> come on! Why well, we... no, because I don't think he'd put it thought it through properly. Because, like, just imagine a minute if there was no offside in football, how shit would games be? You'd have players at one end. You'd have the play would be stretched. You'd have Wimbledon. It'll be long ball merchants be, all day, every day. All you'd have would you'd have every striker would be as. like Peter Crouch was. Every crowd, every, everyone would have a big tall number nine. It'd be, like, be from, like five aside. You know, like we play five aside. <laughs> yeah, but you don't want to pay hundred quid a game to go and watch that, would you? Come I don't on. want to pay hundred quid a game now, let alone once up. No, you're right. Okay, so we say, yeah, I'd say that. I see where you're coming from, but I think it'd be quite funny. You could have, or maybe have like a little time thing, so you have ten minutes of no offside. Right. No, I, <laughs> my idea is you have a separate tournament. You have no offside tournament. You have one tournament where you have just no rules. Like they, they, they in FIFA, my son plays a version of FIFA where they have no rules, no offsides, no fouls, Love no it. nothing. So, you know, <laughs> have a no offside rules game. You've sorted it down half an hour each yeah. way. You know, maybe put seven aside or something. Yeah. Then you'd have massive tall striker. Yeah. <laughs> and a little lad playing off him. No rules. I think that could work. I like that. That'd you be know. really good, yeah. Yeah. Um, you've got other stuff as well. Um, like someone the... just put someone a lot of people have put teams like yeah Spurs you name it, that kind of stuff someone's just put Ronaldo to just walk. <laughs> yeah oh, oh, that's a bit yeah. harsh come on um, someone's put oh Huddle has put goalkeepers coming out of their penalty books yes to which someone's replied that's terrible so goalkeepers can't even get a fair chance to win that ball before the attacker. But then when defending becomes harder, you'll be the first to wonder why you're leaking too many goals. Good point, I think. Wow. It's, it has actually developed quite a... Do follow this 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 um, chain because it's quite interesting. A lot of people have put what we've put. E, uh, have actually put VAR. Yeah. Um, they've actually said the Premier League. Get rid of the Premier League. Um, That'd be interesting, some, wouldn't it? That'd be, that'd be really, you know, pull, pull all the, um, I think if you pulled all the sponsorship and stuff, the whole thing would fall in, in on itself. But that would be interesting. Oh, massively. Someone has put here a guy called Freddie. And I actually think this is quite interesting. It's unbiased punditry. And he's elaborated by put, have people that genuinely watch the game with an overwhelming love for the sport. I'm sick and tired of hearing Gary Neville quiet when Arsenal score but loud when they concede. 
If it's Man United v Liverpool, get Jamie and get Jamie Red, get Jamie Carragher and Gary Neville. Um, if it's not, then get someone neutral. And that what yeah. he's saying is, you get neutral people for every game. And I actually think that's quite good because you do see it not just in the commentary team, but on the summarizers yeah. when they really hate it who's, when a team um, does well. Who's the Who's the uh, Man City? Um, defender that's doing it at the moment. Danny Mills. No, not that. No, he's no, he's he's an he should be fired out of a clown cannon into a vat of hot steaming piss. No, the really the the the, the coloured gentleman is really big, really really quite muscly. That say, oh, Michael Richards. Michael, Michael Richards. Michael Richards. So I I love him actually. I love his. Commentary. I think he's good. I think he's very good. And someone like that, I'd love to actually you know, com- uh, you know commentate on a. Um, on, on an Arsenal game, or whatever, because I totally agree. Gary Neville, first off, the guy's fucking delusional, and I think he's like he's he's got multiple personalities. That's no disrespect to our psychotic um, people around us, but fucking his tweets, like if you can make sense of them, then you you you're you're a better person than I am in this world. I oh, know, but he, I'll just give you a couple more, just a couple more, like to give you a general sense. English refs. Um, someone's put XG, which I couldn't agree with more. Expected goals. I hate all that XG stats. Yes. Like, oh, um, you know, Martial had an XG of five this game. Who gives a shit? He didn't score. No one yeah. gives a, you know, you don't win any points from XGs. Who gives a crap about that? I hate all that stuff. Offside again's come in a few times. Play acting and diving. Yep, completely agree with that. Yeah. Um, Again, people have put bias matched officials, racist fans, which we've had before, which we completely agree with here. Tottenham, um, Germany's recent decline. Um, would they remove Germany or just the recent stuff? Um, one that is a big bugbear of mine, as you know, where the players cover up their mouths with their hands while talking on the pitch. Um, <laughs> but again, our friend Freddie has pitched in saying, Come on, Freddie. Why the hell would. Why the hell would you eliminate that? Like, that's any of your business. They don't need useless lip readers like you trying to make a story out of it. I kind of get his point a bit there, but that still winds me up. I'm not going to get into that one again now. That does wind me up. Weird. Weird. Um, We had that last week, though. Well, we did have that last week, El Chapo. But as you remember, you failed to record the audio, so no one knows we mentioned that last week. Oh, that's harsh. That's harsh. I'll, I'll eliminate me. I'm going to eliminate that comment out of um, football. What you just said there, Mister the Bomb. Well, in, in that bomb, in that bombshell, in that bombshell. Have you got anything else you'd like to share? I have, mate. With I the beautiful a, fans. I have I've got, I've got an intro. I've got a couple actually. I've got a very interesting one, and it's actually it's Leamington FC. Um, oh, I love this. Already I'm loving this. But it is, it is a bit of an older tweet. It's a couple of years old, but it was funny. It says, number 11, uh, Kettering's captain, McGrath, sent off for hitting the ref and bad language. Uh, has absolutely lost it. 1-0. Kettling, Kettle uh, uh, yeah, Kettles, right? And it says, the home changing room door has just taken a beating as well. We can hear it on the other side of the ground. Wow. Never seen anything like that before. I don't really know what to say. Never seen anything like that before. Again, I was fucking brilliant. Absolutely, I like that. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant tweet. And um, that is fantastic. Yeah, but but and there's one that I can't, I kind of really like from from Duke Van Anvold Winkel. He says, "I'm not fond of Marmite." And uh, Wolfhelm turns around and says, "Marmite, that is a yeast infection." Yes. Not quite, Wolfell. Not quite. I mean, um, it's yeast, not infection. Well, I don't know. I mean, I generally don't think it's infected. Otherwise, why would they sell it in the supermarket? But, uh, you know, fair enough. I, By the way, on the subject of Marmite, have you tried the Marmite with chilli in it? Oh. No, I'm going to I'm gonna try that. Oh. But, but listen, listen, right, go. I've, I've got another one. We're going to go, we're going to go back to the, uh, the, the, the North London derby for my, my little favourite, Roxy, as always. Oh, <laughs> and it's, 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 I do know a girl, honestly. Um, and it says, Inketia is a fucking liberty. Get rid in January. Fuck, fuck that. Can I pay for his Uber to the airport right now? Fucking come at me. <laughs> so, so she's not happy about Inketia, and he did play pretty shit. But I had a really good one, actually. Right, I'll tell you, what, well, what can we do just quickly before, when we, when we finish this and when this goes out on Wednesday, can you tag Roxy in, please? And I'd like to say now, Roxy, if you get this far in the pod, 
please write into us. We want you to come on the show. Oh, Roxel, you're, oh, she'll come on. I'll message her. Don't worry about that. But um, so Dan, Dan, the Cornish pasty man, um, sent sent me one over for a guy called um, uh, Sam Victor Jeremy. Uh, so at Sam Jeremy. So Sam is a stand up comedian, apparently. Right. And he says, given that right. given that Plymouth are spunking two million on honking players like uh Mumba and Whitaker, it's only a matter of time before reality hits uh, hit hits and they're back in League Two. Administration, like the proverbial backwater club that they are at Plymouth AFC. Now this was some time ago. And I do believe, if I'm if I'm not wrong, mate, if I'm not wrong, they got a bit of a spanking the other day, and it was actually Whitaker that scored a um, uh, scored a, um, uh, a what's it uh, a hat trick against them. And so as oh, as, as a as a comeback, there's a guy called Zach Zach Smith. Just says, pack it in, chubby. Just admit you've had a nightmare and move on. He says, you lot are too easy. And he says, says your says everyone to your mum. I thought Zach come back. This is says everyone to your mum. Fucking brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. What a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant school uh, school um uh sort of joke, schoolyard joke. And but, I love that. But 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 Groves or G Roves uh comes up so yeah, confirmed, definitely not a comedian as saying about this. And then Adam Pascoe comes back and says, bit salty, lad. Got beat by the better team. Hope you have a, have a successful season. That's what respect looks like. So, yeah, shut up, Adam. Just reveling it. Um, and I'm going to wrap up. I'm going to wrap up with one. And I know I know that um, it looks like Chelsea are going to win tonight, but it was Domino's Pizza that fucking tweeted this out. And it was, uh, of course, um, Ollie Watkins scored. They were 1-0. And it says... <laughs> Domino's Pizzas have come out and said, we've delivered about 852,609 pizzas since Chelsea last scored a goal. <laughs> Fuck me. So seeing as uh, they've just scored two, they probably, um, yeah. Um... But one thing you got to realise is Chelsea didn't score a single goal in uh, September, did they? Yeah, which is... So, like, they're... Their goal of the month competition was 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 pretty shit. Yeah, it was that tumbleweed that went by. But you know what, mate? That's it for me today. That's what we got. Well, is this before we finish? Um, there is one thing I'd like to share. Go on. Now, once again, this was something we we did share last week on the show. So you've heard this before. But yeah. I think it's too good not to share again. Um, it's from Yate Town FC. Do you remember that one? Yes, I do. Yes, Yate Town FC. So in the non-league. Yate Town FC, lovely little, uh, lovely little club in Gloucestershire. Um, they put out a tweet this this last week that said, "We have had some weird requests before, but I think this one tops the lot." So they shared this message, which they probably shouldn't have. But at the end of the day, it's all for shits and giggles. So they sent a message that someone had sent them. Uh, privately, it said, "Hi, sorry for the random message, but I was wondering if you would allow me." Yeah, you remember now, didn't you? <laughs> Hi, sorry for the random message, but I was wondering if you would allow me to make OnlyFans custom content at the ground during a match day. Ellie, Cross, please tweet this message as confidential. My favourite bit of that. They'd have shared it all on Twitter and their socials. Anyway, Thank you, it's private. Don't worry, Ellie. What sort of content are you looking to do? To which Ellie replies, I'm looking to have photos taken and possibly video clips taken of me performing sexual acts <laughs> on myself in the changing rooms and out on the pitch. Ideally, it would be before or after the game when there are no fans around for the on-pitch content. And the same for the changing room content. I say on a match day, as I wonder if any players or staff would be interested in being part of it. Faces can be blurred in photos and videos. Cross. Uh, so, yes, if you are going down to Yate Town, do keep an eye out for Ellie and, yeah. and, and her OnlyFans. You, may, you um, might make a few quid while you're there. Yeah, you know, I mean, to be fair, she only wanted uh, players and staff, no fans. Well, to be fair. you don't know. I specifically say that. That's it. Although I don't think she's, you know, the fact that she's hawking it out there, you know, I don't think she's she's that picky as I really. But I, um, mate, listen, we're at the top of the hour, but I do want to leave you with a non-football. Since you started with a fat uh, football fact, the mackerel one, that and you're right, it hasn't gone. I'm going to save. I'm going to. I'm just leave it with with a non-football related, if that's all right. Okay. 
It's uh, from. This is what happens when Q's not here. It's, so, yeah. it's Drew. <laughs> it says at Drew is the tweet. It says saw Charles dance at the entrance of a furniture shop in Tottenham Court Road. I said hello, Charles. He said fuck off and die. <laughs> so, and I, I think I'm he gonna. He was a happy lad, weren't he? I, I'm gonna. Li- I'm gonna leave you with that one. I'm gonna leave you with that one. Brilliant, brilliant. As always, El Chapo, it's been an absolute pleasure to be in your company. Thank you very, very much. Thank you to everyone who has contributed this week's show. Once again, um, we missed Dr. Q. Um, I'm trusting that this is being recorded, so um, hopefully we don't have to do another apology next week. Um, (laughs) But if you are liking what you are hearing, please do drop us a message. Please do give us a little review. Uh, Tell us what you like. And if you're not liking it as well, don't bother, to be fair. We don't really want to know. Um, other than that, I look forward to being back next week in the same spot, same time with my good man, El Chapo. Hopefully, Q will be with us next week where we will be reviewing this week's tomfoolery. Absolutely. El Chapo, anything you want to say to the good fans? I'll put a shout out. Calculator Steve, who sits next to me at the Arsenal, um, did ask for a shout out, as did Mad Dog Michael as well, who sits with us. So, looking forward to seeing you guys on Sunday. Unfortunately, Mr. Bomb, you're not going to be there. Um, but do- uh, I think Dr. Q will be with me on Sunday. So we will be with me on Sunday. So again, thank you to everybody. Thank you for taking your time out to listen to this bullshit as we go through it. We absolutely love making it because I think we're a little bit weird. Um, and mentally bit. deranged. Um, and, and Bomb, thank you so much for making uh, just, the effort. And as yet, unmedicated, <laughs> but I'm sure that will probably change. At some point, at some point we're going to do it from a pub. Totally medicated and we'll go from there. So Indeed, indeed. I think for me, we're going to leave it there, my friend. All right, much love, people. See you next week. In our world today, you can have your say up pretty much. We all got the right to say what shite at any time. We will read reviews, bad attitudes, complaints to you. Whether it's that or this, if there is a bliss, we will make sure we tell you what boils our pig.